You are listening to the podcast To Be Single or Not To Be by Shanna Montana, a podcast where we talk about the single life, dating, and relationships so you can make a decision at the end of each episode to be single or not to be. All right, so for today's topic, we're going to get right to the money. I ain't going half on shit. Unless there are extenuating circumstances that will cause me to have to do so. And I hope, plead, and pray that I'm never in an extenuating circumstances kind of situation because I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and I for damn sure am not signing up to do it again. Because I truly feel that when it comes to the finances in the home, when you are going to enter my home or enter my space, you must add value. You must enhance the situation that I already have going on. And if I'm able to pay my bills full-time by myself, if I'm able to treat myself, if I'm able to travel, do whatever it is I want to do with my money, if I'm going to allow a whole other, whole human into my space, it's no way that I'm going to allow them to subtract from what I already have going on. Now, remember, there are things that are more essential to a relationship than finances, but what we're talking about today is the money. And when it comes down to the money, I just really feel like, you know, it was a meme that was going on about, you know, as a woman, if a woman can pay $2,000 worth of bills by herself, what she need a man for? I'm well aware that we need men for a lot of things, mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, sexually. It's a whole lot that goes into why we need a man. But primarily right now, where I am at the space in my life, I need you to know that if you coming through these doors, you have to be bringing a bag with you. And when you leave, you're not taking one of mine. So the other part of that is going to be, I really think that I've experienced the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to finances, you know, just from my own experience and just trying to be transparent with you guys. And I really want to be able to share what I went through so that hopefully nobody else has to go through it again, because I've been with the good where the man had, you know, he was the one bringing in the bag and his money. No, my money was my money and his money was bill money. And so it's like, that was a great situation. I don't know if it was right, wrong or indifferent. I was in my early twenties. We're going to leave that where it was, but it worked out at the time. So moving forward, when it comes to the bad and the ugly, I would say in the past five years, I've had the experience of being with somebody that I thought we were going to go 50, 50, but at the end of it, it turned out we were going 60, 40, 70, 30, a hundred, nothing, but yet he was still living his best life. So it's really upsetting if you are in a situation where you're supposed to be going 50-50, but you show up at home and he may be gone. He's off kicking it with his friends, taking flights, taking trips. And while you're able to do the same thing, you're like, I have to make sacrifices and you don't. So that is where I draw a line in the sand and say where I am right now as a single woman may be different from where I am when a man comes into my life to show me something new, show me something different. And I may be even speaking from a traumatic place, but this is where I am right now. So That leads me to say I had to bring in some ladies to give some perspective on this topic because it is a hot one. And it's one that we all have differing opinions on. But I think at the end of the day, it can help us all in our quest of being single or not. So starting out, we have the first guest is going to be Miss Cara. Hey. Next, we have Miss Crystal. Mic check, one, two, one, two. What you going to do? And we have Miss Janae. Hello, hello, hello. All right. So it's going to lead us right to the subject. You know, ladies... Do you feel that a man should have to handle the bulk of the expenses or should you be splitting it? Mm. Mm -mm. Um, This is Cara. Um, I would definitely say in my relationship with me and my husband, we first started out when we were dating um, and we moved in together. We did the roommate thing. Mm -hmm. So we split certain bills like he paid the rent and he paid, you know, all the big bulk items and I paid the smaller things. Mm -hmm. But the only issue was we were in the same income bracket. Okay. And it just did not 
work. He mm-hmm. was steady picking up extra shifts. We weren't spending time together because he still wanted to do those things and provide for me and okay. provide a level of entertainment. And every man wanted, you know, woo they girl. Right, right. And once we got engaged, mm-hmm. the first thing that we did, well, the first thing my parents gave us was Dave Ramsey. Okay. They were like, y'all want to build a life together? Here you go. Let us give y'all some tools. And if y'all have not heard of Dave Ramsey, feel free to Google him, but he's known for his financial peace and he changes yes. lives. Yes. So we just started really sitting down and having a discussion about money. Mm-hmm. And what we decided to do for us that worked out a lot better was to combine our money. All the money comes into the house. Okay. And we pay ourselves, we pay savings and our bills, everything is taken care of from the house money. Okay. When I say it changed the dynamics of our relationship. Okay. We never fight about money. Okay. We can fight about a whole bunch of lot of uh, other shit, but we <laughs> never fight about money because it provided a sense of financial security. I always know what's coming in the house. I mm-hmm. see paycheck stubs. Right. Um, we discuss money frequently. We're not scared of it. And that's something great we that discuss. we're going to talk about later. Now, yeah. tell me, how, how, you know, I know you guys got Dave Ramsey, but, you know, how soon was it before you guys really started digging into the money conversation? Did you wait until, like, right before you moved in? Was it, like, a third date thing? Like, how soon was money on the table? Um, because a lot of people, like you said, are really afraid to have the conversation. And mm-hmm. I feel like as I do this podcast, I am really teaching myself about having those conversations earlier because in all of my years of of dating and being in relationships, I've never talked about it. Even with the person Mm. that people that I've agreed to move in with, I never sat down and found out how much they made. I never sat down and talk about how they handle money. We just moved in and hoped that we would figure it out. And Mm. as you can see, it did not work out. So how did you guys go with addressing, you know, talking about money? Um, well, he proposed, (laughs) he proposed. Had y'all talked about it before the proposal? We talked about bills. Okay. But we did not talk about like, so let's talk about your credit. Okay. Or let's talk about, you know, money. Like how much do you make and all this other stuff. Okay. He proposed and it literally, my parents gave us that, that same week. And the next week we pull credit. We start talking about things because we're grown. We ain't no 20 something, you know, blessed, fortunate, you know. Yeah, Should, well, somebody's gonna we have to pay for our own wedding. Yeah, that's a blessing though that you had yeah. parents that passed you that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were well, setting you up for success. Well, I ain't calling her a gold digger or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> to be truthfully, truthfully honest, the first date that I met my husband, we had like a two, three hour conversation. We was on Bear Road at Casa. Okay, we was there all day <laughs> eating tacos and margaritas. <laughs> But um, we had the conversation of, you know, what are you looking for? Um, tell me a little bit about your background, your past. He was divorced as of two years. Mm-hmm. He had been with his ex-wife for eight years total. They were together for four, married for four. Okay. So him coming into our date, he had the demeanor of, I don't want to date um, to marry, I don't want to get married again. Why was he there? Exactly. So <laughs> my oh, eye was switching because <laughs> I laid the foundation blinking hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, why you look at me out then? Yeah. So my demeanor has always been okay. Well, I know I'm special and I got a lot of love to get somebody. Yeah. So I'm not gonna waste my time right, if yeah, we on right. two different pages. You yeah. know, cover the cost of bill and you know we yeah. keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. But um. I guess he liked me. Okay. Because he kept going out. You turned him around. Yes, baby. I had a cricket. Look, I had a cricket phone. I had that cricket phone for at least a good six years. I think the 
first, maybe second month into us talking, he was like, come on, let me go buy you a new phone. You need to upgrade this yeah. cricket. I don't know if there was like a cool point for him, you know, to get yeah, my yeah. full attention, but he bought me a phone. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, we casually dated. We go out. He spent his little money occasionally. You know, I like the treat. You yeah. know, baby, put your wallet up. Yeah. I, I got these tacos <laughs> this time, you know. And then eventually he moved in. He moved in maybe seven months into us dating okay. but he lived in clarksville okay he worked in davidson county and i lived in rutherford county so at this point had you guys had a talk about money we had not had a talk about money but we had a talk about just my expectations for dating okay and so when he moved in well it wasn't even a move in he spent all of his time there and i was like this don't make sense for you to be all the way in clarksville and yeah. to be driving back and forth and at the time the home that i was in was a home that i purchased for me mm-hmm. the mortgage was comfortable the bills was comfortable right so with him coming i wanted his company right but at the time i was still covering the bills right however when he started spending more time there mm-hmm. he started just sliding a little money towards the bills and that says something about his character because yeah. i just say what a nigga ain't saying so that yeah. slide made it easy to say, well, come on, spend a little bit more time, you know, because that exactly. little slide benefited yeah. my bills. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually, when he moved in, um, that check became mine. Yeah, well, you say that his whole check, his whole check became my check. How did that happen? I can't, let me think. <laughs> Girl, teach us your, Look, teach I, your what's way. The um, I just feel like. He just started like paying the bills and helping. Yeah, yeah. He would work his little part-time job. So he moved in maybe around six or seven months, but I was in that ear. Like, yeah. I ain't gonna be dating you forever. <laughs> he proposed within nine months. Okay. Right and now. then we started having a conversation mm-hmm. about finances. Okay, what you gonna contribute, what I'm gonna do. We went into a um premarital counseling class. Okay. And they also talked yes. about finances. Okay. And I think that Best was move. yeah. Yeah, that was an opening for the whole dynamic of cause I feel like okay, when we get married, we gonna be one. one. Yeah. I had an aunt, true story. She was married to her husband. They had their little indifferences. Um, and he bought his side girl a whole nother house, got it built from the ground up. Mm. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, how you mm. with somebody and you, you all know, know that he got this whole Baby. other house he building. The so tricks people pull. The trick, the tricks people pull. <laughs> Man, what two hands? Yeah. So um, that was something I was like, I'll never be with somebody and not know what they got going, going on. on. So we pulled pulled credit, and I had already knew he was divorced. So mm-hmm. my questions made sense, and it could have just you know been my level of common sense mm-hmm. being a social worker being a counselor right, right. i ask questions yeah. i get down to the shit yeah. like you know <laughs> why you leave your wife yeah. why y'all didn't work out yeah. okay well what you what you get stuck with you got any bills yeah. what your credit yeah. look like i was an investigator too yeah. i was an investigator yeah. for the state speaking to the mic bro speaking to the mic speaking to the mic so i don't know it's just it was easy for us um but i feel like it was easy for you too because your husband like when he came in, he started paying bills already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wasn't just sitting around laying he around. He was raised that way. Exactly. That so that comes to a, one of my mm-hmm. first questions I ask people. Who raised you? Who raised you? <laughs> Come on. But, but people like, look and laugh. But people look and laugh. Who raised you? Yeah. But you want to know, honestly, exactly. who raised you? Did you have parents, grandparents in the streets? Exactly. Did the wolves? Who? Like, because, who? 
not only is not this big part like we touched on earlier mm -hmm. a lot of people are afraid to talk about money and you can't be so but I, the thing is china money is a heated conversation for people all the time to have. All the time. it brings Shaking. out the worst yeah. in people it brings yeah. out the worst and it's also like the second leading cause of divorce and marriages yeah um when people talk about like financial security women we have to really be transparent and what that means yep i don't that to me i don't just need you to pay my bills i need to see the whole picture, picture. of your finances yes so like you said you, what do you, you owe who do you owe how do you yeah. budget what do you do with your money what do you spend it on the scariest things are when you become complacent with like he buys me bags or he takes me on trips yeah and you don't know baby he only spending a third of his or income he, on you yeah. write me a check for his half of the ring yeah where's the money going when yeah. you see the whole spectrum and you say oh okay these trips are nice and i appreciate the bags but i see that we have a whole lot of money left on the table are we going to invest what are our goals what are our dreams yeah i need to be financially secure in knowing that every dollar that we both make it's accounted for and it has a name yep and what you said Big also name. about so. the money we say you're writing a check for half the rent what are you doing with the rest of the money and i think also sometimes people tend to think well we not married it don't matter if you have made a decision to move in with somebody or you're spending a mm -hmm. lot of time with them mm -hmm. and you are in my house soaking up my light soaking up my water that yeah. much and my time and my time then we need to be having these kinds of conversations even yeah. before you say i do you know yeah. so mm -hmm. i think it was awesome that you were able to once you guys once he proposed that you all leapt right into it you didn't wait until the marriage no. and then prior to you guys getting you said once you all had the marriage counseling but you were asking questions up front and, and he showed you but your husband also showed you and oh, i yeah. think that that but see for me i i'm a super independent woman mm -hmm. still my struggle to this day right like you say want my own shit all that stuff that's yeah. important to me yeah um initially i'm like i'm not getting into this thing for you to buy me shit right because my mama told me ain't nothing free yeah not he at give all you something he's gonna want, want something, something. Mm -hmm. and i was in no position to want to give anybody a damn thing right so i'm like Thank you for the meals, but that's it. Yeah. We went on several dates, and I never asked for anything. Yeah. I didn't want anything. I just wanted to learn him as a person. Right. Because I had had D-boys and all of that shit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, that's nice, but what else Temporarily. Right. Yeah. What, what How far is it going to go? Right, you know what right. I'm so, for me, it was important, like, once we got engaged, like, can I build with you? Yeah. Do you have, like, are you open to building? Right. Or are you just a person that's like, you're content with, if I never work another day, mm -hmm. what about my dreams and my passions and my goals? Yeah. yeah. Like, where does that fit into your plan of being a man? Right. So we had to have that financial conversation immediately because mm -hmm. I'm like, my nigga, I got net worth. Yeah. What you mean? Yeah. And I bring something to the right. And, right. Also, and when you right. look at stuff as far as like, you know, you, you all are looking sometimes some of it from a marriage perspective, but in us being single, you know, that's what you struggle with. But I think that also goes back to you have to be a, aware of the caliber of man that you're dealing with. Because yes. when you are dating, you yes. have to Selection. pay attention. You got to do better with selecting. Yeah. I think that you have to be aware of that. But I also think that asking those questions early on is important because mm -hmm. if you don't ask those questions early on, then a year go by or two years go by. Oh. And three. then you start asking those questions, they're going to start looking at you sideways. They're going to be mad. Or they're going to be upset. Why you want to know? You ain't never asked that before. before. But it's also yeah. going to be a situation where you're giving him leeway and you really don't care at this point because uh -huh. I've been doing everything anyway. Yep. So I'm yep. just going to keep riding this wave. And that's not fair. And, you, no. and you're angry. Yeah. yeah. You, you said you set the boundaries. boundaries and you have to set expectations because you turn into an angry person. And I know in my experience, it was I was just angry, but I was upset at certain times when it was mm -hmm. like, I'm doing all this. You 
you're not even doing half of what I'm doing, but you still living as good of a quality of life as I am. But I know I'm putting more money and more energy into this. You didn't feel like it was teamwork going on. Oh no, it was none. And that's essential. You have to have that's teamwork. You know, it. so you have to have teamwork. So tell me y'all, you know, where did you all really, when it comes to money, you know, you said that you had your mom introduce financial peace and then, you know, you all, you were from your experience of your career. Do you all think that just life gave you the know-how to kind of identify those things to talk about money or do you feel like you did someone teach you that kind of stuff because i feel like my experience came from and even though I, I haven't really applied it up until now my grandparents i came from a household where my grandparents were there and my grandfather was a provider but my grandmother also went to work and i saw them do well with money and so i had an idea of how money was to operate even though nobody had really just sat me down and told me i was able to pick up on my environment so i was able what i picked up was how to be responsible myself but I did not convey that over to the partners that I got with to say, this is what needs to happen with money. So how would you guys say, you know, you kind of have gotten your views from money? Um, I know for me, it was just a, we had a long talk about what did we want for our future? Okay. And what was going to be the best way to get there? So and long term. I looked at it like, you know, just how ambitious I was and how driven he was and how mm -hmm. determined he was to take care of me. You know, I came with a child into the marriage yeah and you know for me my vision has always been go hard go hard for her right and just changing it and let him know like hey man for me it's important that we're stable right not just stable but like we're good yeah like i to never not have wanna, that worry i never want to worry about money my yeah. mom was an she's an accountant yeah so she always talked about money money was not foreign in our house right right it was always this is how you do things this is how you conduct yourself with money right don't be scared of it have those conversations and go from there right because if you won't discuss money with me, if that's uncomfortable, you sure as hell ain't going to discuss any other thing Things that you that may you feel to. like you're struggling with. And I, and I read you this know? recently. It says if you are trying to have a conversation with somebody about standards, expectations, money, anything of that nature, and they run from it, then it's probably not a red solid flag. foundation that you're yeah. working with anyway. Red and you flag. need to get away from it. And that's true. So, speaking of running from it, so <laughs> I've had my ups and downs with relationships mm -hmm. prior to my husband, and you know this, but there was this one particular guy that I dated, mm -hmm. and I got to a tipping point when he would not cut my grass. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do tell it. So, do tell. <laughs> he wouldn't cut my grass. So, I just feel like if, like what you mentioned, if you coming into my life and if you in my space, you're going to add something to it. Yep. And if you can't cut my grass, my nigga, you're going to find somebody to pay to do, do it for it. you. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't at that level of comprehending that this was something that yeah. I needed him to take the lead on being my man. So, yeah. I had to let him go. It wasn't just he thought it wasn't important, wasn't a big deal. Like, why? what's the big deal about your grass? Like He wasn't, he wasn't raised for me. That's, okay. He was just going to cut okay. it there. He wasn't period. raised for me. Yeah. Period. So, because I think as women, we have to start recognizing yeah, some of these signs. flaws and some of these signs. So, you know, that just kind of pushes me into the, the topic of saying this current society that we're in, yeah. there's a lot of selfishness was the word that I use, mm -hmm. but we're in a society where people feel like, okay, I got to one up on this person or this yep. person out mm -hmm. to get me. Yeah. We don't have a lot of examples of the grandparents, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, that are still together. They show us how to love, how to treat a woman, how yeah. to treat each other, how yeah. to communicate, yeah. you know, so we in a broken society. So it's been times where somebody, I'll never forget this dude invited me out. We went to TGI Fridays. And the the person came and asked one check, two checks. He said two. Mm. And I'm thinking like, what? what and I didn't mean? have no money. Yeah. What did so, you do? 
his ass paid for it. We had to have that conversation. But it's like, I'm not your mama. But my thought is, well, I had some money, but it wasn't enough to cover what I had. I probably had like... Ten, fifteen dollars. I was young. Yeah, still, yeah. still at TSU. Yeah, you know? yeah. But my thing is, you invited me out. Yeah. So my home training is, if you invite a young lady out, yeah. you're gonna fit the bill. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you would have told me like, "Hey, let's go hang out," you know, it's not really a date. You yeah. know, I just want to kind of hang out with you. You fit your bill. I fit my bill. That's cool. Yeah. I would have came with some more money. Been but prepared. you know, this generation that we living in, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So when I met my husband, yeah, those two, three hours that we spent at Casa drinking and talking, I wasn't pissed, but I wasn't gonna let nobody else waste my time. Yeah. So we heard tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me what you're looking for. Tell me what your goals are. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so it may have been harsh because I threw a lot on him, but yeah. he handled the shit. But yeah. I was at a point in my life where I'm not finna keep you going can't. around in these circles. You cannot I'm waste not, the time. This crazy girl, baby. I was like going Dutch. You see, I don't have the TIME. Nobody, you know, it's not that we are so old, but we are not getting but younger. That's the thing. I got the time, but I don't have the energy. Yeah. yeah. Kate Michelle, yeah. I got a bitch. I can't raise a man. A boy to be a man. Can't. I have a low tolerance for it now. Yeah. I have a, a and you were what, 29? Yes. So that's good that your tolerance has gotten lower at 29. I wish mine was where yours was at 29. I might not have had some of the same experiences <laughs> same that I've had. Be because you go through those things and you and you see them and you feel them. And unfortunately, sometimes we go through them over and over unnecessarily. But I think it's kind of like, not that it's an addiction of any sort, but it's what they say you reach a breaking point. We're like, I am not doing this anymore mm-hmm. with anybody. And it's like, even if it was, if you get in a relationship and it was not to work out, I would feel at peace knowing that I had vetted this person if you want to call it that mm-hmm. I had taken them through whatever my standards and requirements were to have a full understanding of who they were and if it didn't work out great but many times in my situation I've gone through the stuff it didn't work out I reflect and I got a list of 88 things that mm-hmm. you ain't asked none of them damn questions you know so it's yeah. like the situation where also you can give everybody else the right advice but you cannot give it yourself so mm-hmm. you know that's another interesting topic when we talk about the money and the standards in this generation because we are so driven by what people see, what people are doing with social media. So how do you all feel if a woman makes more than a man? Do you think that the woman should then be the quote-unquote breadwinner? Or how should that be handled? I'm telling you, when you are operating together, the who makes more, it really is, it just comes down to numbers. Okay. When you remove that whole, you make this, I make this, and you look at money as ours. Okay. Everything that comes into that house, this is our money. Okay. So it makes it easier to celebrate each other. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. And, but you have and, to set that I, up ahead of time you, because you if not, to. you turn you into a tug of war. But when yeah. you're single and you coming in a situation where, for me, I'm making more than you, that's an issue. It because is a, first of all, address that immediately. Immediately. But, but I probably wouldn't even probably put myself in that situation because it messes with a man's ego when a woman makes more than him too. I feel like it does. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't even put myself in a situation like that, you know, but that goes to meet people who are on your level yeah. and not settling for anything that less comes than along what it is. Because they gave him time. So for me, I'm I'm not I'm probably at a point where I'm not going to but it's well, hard let's, to say. Let's just say, what if, um, say you were in med school or something like that, and you were a student, and at the time, the person that was in your life, he was making more money, but then once you got out of med school, then right. you began to make more money. So, so the roles have reversed. You know, I'm saying, like, marriage is a long, it's a it's a long-ass process. And that's a and great way to look at that's it. That's one of those things where you look at, like, Older, an older woman told me this. Mm-hmm. She said, you, "What you consider stability and security, it is going to change. 
Absolutely. Your foundation will go from love and butterflies to I need somebody that's going to be faithful and it will shift to those love languages. I, I need I need this physical touch. Now I need you to love me. Now I need you to cut the grass. Yeah, now or, I need this money. Or if I'm set financially, I don't need your money. Yeah. I need this you to do what I, I need. I, I need. Think, I need those things. Your needs, that is they the space. That is the space because it's yeah. hard to say we can't get in that situation because if I happen to meet a nice guy, yeah, I can. And I'm going to use the word vet. I can vet him in a couple of dates to figure out if he's the one for me. So you may end up running across that somebody clean, that you kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of think everything going and then you dig a little bit deeper past the surface but you do find that because I'm in a position where I feel like I am financially stable and I want that so that is not most the most important thing to me mm-hmm. however you are it's not going to it's up there it's, it's like if, there. if it's four or five it's like right there it's, it's yeah. almost at the top so it's like I do want you to be able to speak the other love languages but money mm-hmm. does matter but it's hard to say that you know I'm only going to date people you know or I'm going to avoid people that are not making the same amount of money that I'm making I mean it's hard to avoid people but at yeah. the same time you can vet them and you can have a conversation with Absolutely. them but if they're not what you want or they're not trying to increase or it's a or significant amount if you're yeah. not trying to do anything better if, it's if I'm in my career working in the healthcare field and you're working at a bar as you, you know I talked about I that, like yeah. you but that's it. I can't like you. But we can but, be friends. You know, and I, don't yeah. wanna, I, I ain't going to say I want to be a friend because it might be wrong. But <laughs> I said that because I talked about that before. Because if I feel like I work in my field and then I meet a guy that was polite to me at Kroger. And say that I found out later he actually had just got off work. But he had changed clothes. And now he's actually mm-hmm. a Kroger cashier. So right. you might seem like a great person. But ultimately, your finances are not going to be anywhere to com- complement my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And what I mean yeah. by that is if I'm a person that likes to go out to eat, I like to travel. I like to go to happy hour, all those things. I literally, and someone told me this was rude, but I asked the man before, do you feel like you can afford to date me? And his answer was yes. And I don't know if that was an honest answer, but I really felt like I had to ask that question because I wasn't being pleased in the areas that I wanted to. And so now it's like, you have to look at those things. I don't think that's about being a gold digger. I don't think that's about asking for something selfishly. I think that's about if I have a certain lifestyle that I've been living for these 30 plus years and I want to integrate somebody into it, I want somebody who can do those same things that they're not looking at me. When I say, you know, one of my favorite restaurants, I'm so basic, is Cheesecake Factory. If we go to Cheesecake Factory and you like, well, we can't go to FB's two for 20 and then you got a coupon, you know, so... Like I had one of my friends just talking about this guy she was dating and he used to, um, he kept trying to use Groupon coupons. And she was like, I probably wouldn't have a problem with that if we was together because we would be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, but no. She was like, I wasn't vibing with that. And I think that sometimes. Yeah. And that's the thing. (laughs) Some people I have seen. He be frugal for his future. You know, I I can't get rid of it. I'm going to stand for the fellas. No no to the Groupon. No to the off rip, I'm you can't. Like no, you cannot come in with the Groupon off rip. Like I understand. Size. My thing is this: you if you if you are out here doing <laughs> your best to live, Dave Ramsey, to do those baby mm-hmm. steps that tough, you don't need to be dating, brother. You need to focus on that. Thing. Did you have a good time though? I did. You know what? That's all that matters. <laughs> did you have a good time? I might have. No matter how that Groupon no come matter. out. <laughs> when so, I see him showing his phone to the waitress, what y'all doing? What, like, one thing I'm not sitting on. I just caution people to like don't discard what the packaging that your gift may come in because right now right now it's not I'm telling you that's true I'm telling you but but, but you have to have a standard but you say like so are you saying that you know it's almost like a contradictory I get it that they may not be perfect or everything that you want Mm-hmm. But if I have a list of 10 things, I need like 80% out of that. But you have to look That's at the true. signs of a person. That's so if you it's see deeper. somebody and they got on, you know, some great tennis shoes and they supposed to be white, <laughs> you know, or if they're like 
settled in what they doing and you feel like it's not enough because you can meet somebody that's settled in what they doing uh-huh. and you can be the person that can inspire them to like, do more. you know right. to do Absolutely. more it's so it all depends on your personality you have to dig and deeper. what you're going to be patient in in doing and but how much patience do you have the right person you do to, to decide true. if you can do yeah. it with because i know it is deeper than the money but, but that's what that's ask questions do yeah you know, what are your goals where do you see things... yourself in five years exactly. what do you exactly i've asked the man what do you where you see yourself in a year that's true and his answer was i don't i don't know i don't know i know i know what you about to do I get up out tomorrow. my face. What you doing tomorrow? You about to get you step. What time your alone like going out? Like, yeah. Don't let the donut hit you. Look, okay. I, I, I feel like there's a lot that can be kind of taken from that. Um, I do agree with the initial conversation. Like, definitely have that. Make sure they're not complacent in their bullshit. That's my number but one say, thing. Because you stop smelling if the you, shit. If you sound like you have no plans of going anywhere no time soon, then there's nothing that we can really do. Yep. You can't really I talk about But if you if you got really dreams and I see you putting those things into action... That says a lot because my thing is how that's gonna you know turn out. That says a whole lot. Ambition says a whole lot because if you are say like an independent artist, I'm making this up, but say you want to like you know write be a songwriter. No, I'm just saying. Listen, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Look, so no, so say you a songwriter. You know you in music city. So and say you are a songwriter, but you are. He's a person that is in the studio. He's trying to mm-hmm. write his songs. It's not the person for me. Can't I'm talking sing. to somebody else. Yeah. But when you say growth, I mean, like, if you're going to stick with that person, he's not just saying, I want to be a rapper, but he don't have no lyrics written, no beats, no nothing. Right. You know, are you working towards that dream? Now, mind you, right. the singer-songwriter is not for me. That's not so my So what ministry. are you doing while you're working towards those yeah, dreams? Yeah, are you event planning? Or That's what I'm saying. You have to see those signs. Yeah. You have to see that. You cannot be all time. Like, yeah, I got this Instagram. I posted, you know. That's not enough. You popped up yeah. your head. You know, you can't be here. Okay, flip that. So, we you, you spoke about social media before. Mm-hmm. Um, What about the Instagram girls? All you have going on is that you're pretty and your standards are way up here. And when they get to what our age, they're going to they be gathering around this podcast just like... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so trying to men have out. the same standards and expectations of us? I think so. I think that so. the whole... If I had a son, I would think yeah. so. That's what scares me. Absolutely. Like, if I ever have a son... What am I gonna tell him? Like, baby, if you working at it's T-Mobile a lot of and, in your twenties, if you making it yeah. working at T-Mobile, you got to make sure that girl make, working at McDonald's so you can afford to take her out and do all Absolutely. these things. Absolutely, I think she got to be, be less standard. than you so you can take care of her. A lot no, no. of men follow society. That don't make sense. That don't make sense. Yeah. They follow what the hype girl or the model girl looks like. You know, young men. You know what I mean? And some older. You know how many Negroes let me go? Yeah. Because I didn't hey, look or act the part. Hello, somebody. And now they, you know, double. Now, like, no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I get it. And I think that it does go both. It goes both ways that, you know, I think those are younger girls that are the Instagram models and things like that. And mm-hmm. I think that if they are able to make a girl, profit through the ads or whatever, if, they, if they're going to do that, make your money off of it, girl. Yeah. I'll have no problem with that. But I do think that as they get older, I'll say 30 plus. I hope that when you were doing that, that you got something from it that you have to offer. You have a career and things of that nature. Yeah, like but if you're goes, a model now, you might yeah. have fashion over by five years, six years. Yeah, you you're your good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you're good. And so I think that men <laughs> have to look at the same like, way. And on. I agree. I think the same way that we're talking about it, what men and their standards mm-hmm. that they need to be having those same conversations with one another. Or somebody needs to be having a conversation mm-hmm. with them so that they can get a, a better understanding because it does go both ways so that it's not a double standard because 
Everybody wants somebody. And I think that we as women, the same way we talk about vetting these guys in order to get somebody who's up to our standards, the men need to do the same thing. The same way you said that your husband was able to sit through the fire and, you know, did he have questions to ask you or was he just answering? He asked questions. Yeah, and that's yeah, what you want. need to. And that's what I'm saying because you have some men who will sit there and they just answer all the questions you're asking. And, you know, anything you expect of me, my know me? Nah, I ain't got nothing to ask. And that's, that's a character trait right there that yeah. you have to move on from. So, would you say in your household, do you all operate the same way as a team as far as, like, it's one pot with the money and you kind of... So, I was going comment on this because y'all was talking about the um the salary and if there's a woman that make more than a you know the mm-hmm. the spouse uh-huh one thing my mama has always taught me is you want to get somebody who love you just a little bit more than you love them mm, absolutely right you. thank you, you mama you want to you want to always make sure you're smart about things yeah. so with that being said if i and this is just a tip you know, I got a lot of shenanigans in life, so don't listen to everything I say. However, if I was to make a whole lot more than my husband, you know how you go to HR and they give you the little form to fill out and give the little check? Yeah. And they have multiple accounts? Yeah. I would put, if, if he brought home 2300 I would bring home 2200 that's going to deposit it into that check. And the rest is going to go into that account. <laughs> so, I'm going to hype my man. When, yeah. them, when that money hit our account, yeah. he going to have 50 cents more than me or a dollar more than me. Yeah. And we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> Why? Why? It, it just, you know, my mom. That just, ego. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if it keeps the peace. That's it keeps the ego. Him, that is the ego. Yeah. That's it's the ego. ego. Yeah. But as far as the pot, we have our main account, which his main job, including the overtime, goes in there. And my job income goes in there. Mm-hmm. Now, he has a part-time job, and he has an account that that money goes into. Mm-hmm. And then I have another account that my extra spending girls' night out or whatever I want to do money right. goes into. Yeah. So, Your my name money. is on this account, that account, and this account. Yeah. His name is on this account and this account. So it's like y'all have separate but equal. And I'm sure you all have the same thing. Yeah. So if anything happens, I got yeah. this account. Yeah, yeah. My mama taught me this. Yeah. yeah. You can't put all your eggs same in one thing. basket. Same thing. We have six accounts. All the money comes in into the shared joint and checking. Yeah. From there, we pay ourselves. We split. We get whatever allowance or whatever amount we've designated um, to cover for that month that we're going to have for our personal spending that goes into our separate accounts. I have mm-hmm. my own checking and savings. He has his own. And from there, whatever you want to do, that's your blow money. You want to go buy three pairs of J's, have at it. Yeah. You have I access always to his say, blow money? No. Mm, I don't need it because we get the same amount of money. But what's the difference? What if he's stacking up that money or saving that money and mm. doing something with it and you don't know where it's going? What am I? I mean, what if I'm... I mean, it's trust. Financial mm. trust. To me, I feel like I don't need access to his money, right. but if I wanted it, he would give it to me. Okay, that makes so sense. So it's like that's fair. It's, it's not a need for me to be like, well, what are you doing with your oh, money? I switch. What do you? What do you need? <laughs> what you think about that? Like, I need access to that account. Bro. Yeah. Okay. So you would want him to have access to your money too, like to your see? personal spending money. Why not? I want access to all the accounts. I, I mean, to all there's the accounts. See it I all. Like and I trust him. I've all. never had to look at his extra account. Want, yeah. But if I get curious all. one day, if you know, if I'm watching something and a receipt fall and I start blinking, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be able to get online or to walk in and get my ID and say I need to print out of the last 30 days from this account. Yeah. I mean, you can always get that. Like, 
online. Trusting your relationship, hey, just ask. But and I guess if he says no, woman, then you like this is woman's a curiosity or intuition mm-hmm. or something. I think I will want that access, but I don't know. I don't want to ask. I just want to do it. To want to do, I ain't got to even have a conversation. Email, yeah. I got his email, email code, Facebook code. Yeah, I just want to do I just shit. Wanna look. I go through his phone looking at shit, but I don't want him to know that I look at it. <laughs> and it ain't that I don't trust don't, him. Don't listen to this, bro. Don't no, it ain't that I don't trust him, but I just want to slide in, you know, the DM and see what's popping and then slide out, you know? And do he know I do it? I don't know, but I don't care. But I don't want to just go to him and be like, baby, let me let me see your phone. Yeah. You know, I do the shit when he's in the shower. Oh, no. This conversation. Okay. But he don't do nothing. He ain't got no friends. He don't go nowhere. Like, uh-uh. his life's so vague. But... He gotta that's really, that's really interesting. That's most, enough entertainment. Look, you look, you know about this ex wife, yeah, so she's enough entertainment. I look at the conversations that they have, it, and it's not because I feel like something going on. She's very disrespectful, and she says a lot of like just bogus stuff about him and me. So sometimes I just get an update just to see what's going on. You know, I move on. Yeah, because she's spicy. No. Absolutely. No. For me, I don't Creole season. I just feel like I don't need that. Like I don't need yeah. all that because if there's anything I've ever asked for, you he, got it. He goes above and beyond to make sure. Yeah, I have to it. make sure you get. So the it's like answer. it's no reason for me to question like what right. you do with your money. And he's my real. But my husband's real open. He's real open. He'll be like, "Hey, babe. Um, so I'm gonna need a little advance. For yeah, like, a little something. Okay, like, okay. You okay. know, that's fine. Yeah. because we discuss all our budget is like. On a spreadsheet on a home computer. Yeah, it's, it's teamwork. It's no secrets about updated it. Updated on it. I'm I like, love it. I love it. And I see all his money. It's goddamn stacked in the corner on fucking shoes. <laughs> mm. I mean, then I should add. We're with Regions <laughs> Bank, and I have the app. Every time something is swiped, or oh yeah, spent, you get an alert. I get an oh, yeah. alert. So you had that's full awareness right there. So, that's on his account too. His personal account. This is our joint account. Joint account. Okay. Okay. Right. And that makes sense yeah. to have full transparency. So he has to be at, you know, Mapco. And I'll be like, I call him and be like, damn, you just spent $47 on gas? Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, well, I got me a Pepsi. So it was $1.19. I'll be like, okay, well, that's where the extra $1.19 came from. <laughs> All right, it's cool. You know, but I keep tabs. And he would tell me if I wanted uh-huh. to know anything. Like, yeah. Yeah. there's no secrets and then like that. And when it comes to money, I think that's essential. You can't yeah. have those secrets. I think that you both, that one difference that you have, mm-hmm. but it's still a sense of transparency transparency there because you know that you can still have access to the money you can still find out things and i think it goes to show that in a relationships of course you have to have that but even as being single women women these are things that we have to take into consideration so i want to ask it with for everybody when it comes to money what is and this is married or single what is the biggest issue that you have faced in a relationship it could be prior to your marriage with money mm. I will say the biggest issue was in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, under like drilling in the importance of having a savings. Okay. My husband was like a bachelor, like honey, he lives to fucking blow money. Okay. Mm. That's why he was like, you want to go out? What you want? You know, boom, yeah, yeah. trick daddy. Trick yeah, daddy. Yeah. Knows. One of them kind. Drink, uh, drinks on me. Everybody, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. like saving for what? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you can't take it with you when right, you die. Right. Yeah. Right. What am I saying for? What am I, I ain't gonna have nothing to blow this week. Yeah. Look. So we really in the beginning, like anytime there was a comma in the account for savings, he like, we got to go somewhere. We got to do something. Yeah. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Want to spend it. We, we want to hold that. Like a child that got we, some money in their pocket. Yeah. Burn a home. Yeah. Burn home. Yeah. Like yeah, we need, yeah. we need to do something. And it took a little while. And eventually like 
Um, my mama always would say, like, you don't want to be, like, one tire blowout from being flat broke. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some unexpected can throw your shit in the trash. Yeah, absolutely. And we had that happen. We had, like, something dramatic happen. Like, my engine blew up or something. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. And, it, and I'm like, aren't you glad we had that money? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to ask nobody. We didn't have to borrow from nobody. Just when it got And it, it was just, like, that just kind of... Peace of mind. Yeah, that just kind of clicked. Because in the beginning, it'd be like, okay... And how long did it take for you um, to kind of get him there? I mean, after the wedding and all of the like wedding money that we saved was gone, yeah. it was like reality. Like now it's, it's just a, yeah, you like me and you. I'm looking yeah. at you. You looking at me? Like God damn, who else we got to pay? <laughs> Everybody wanted right. to pay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same as that. After a wedding, you like yeah, wishful thinking wedding and honeymoon. Right, right. And, it, and she got real, real quick. Yeah, and absolutely. so then we just got on that trajectory. Like, if we could save this much for a wedding, imagine I what we can do from here on out. We can save, you know, other things. I know we can save for whatever we want to save for, and that's that's the hard part. Like, when you go through tumultuous shit, it's so easy to throw your plan out the window mm-hmm. and be like, "Fuck it, this nigga fucked up the money. Yeah. I'm gonna start keeping my money in my account." And yeah. this, it's really easy to regress and jump out of that. Yeah. Yeah, you can freeze that. You can freeze that card, baby. So he's standing in line at Target. Yeah. My car yeah. ain't working. Come yeah. on home. We'll talk about we. But I can look. I gotta be like, Mom, bring your ass home. You said you was spending twenty five, and saying you trying to spend twenty eight. But I can free those that. He's he's real like he like. Look, I know that's not my strong thing with the money. The money come in, I don't even touch it till you say it's go time. Yeah. Like, whole check. And that's awesome. And he's waiting for the green light. Man, how much we got this week? You want that respect and that kind of energy. So keep that energy. That's the energy. (laughs) What would you say has been yours? Your biggest. Mine is petty, but you know I had shenanigans. So I'm just going to hit y'all with them. We ain't never had, like, no financial, like, issues or, like, hardships. But the one thing I can say that has made me blink, cough, and you know, just I twitch has been when this nigga decided that he was gonna eat healthy, which I'm all good for that. <laughs> but going to public, spending seventy dollars, and you come home with a, a bag and a half. <laughs> Y'all didn't even know Publix had the little half bags. But and he just like you know, seventy dollars this day, a hundred dollars the next two days, and I'm like, wait a minute, we gonna have to chill out, like <laughs> we gotta go back to this dollar menu. Chicken, yeah, somewhere in this mix, so. That was frustrating. So did he go vegan? He did. He stopped okay. eating meat. He um had some type of um arthritis issues going on. Some they told him uh huh to wean out the um the red meat and like he changed his whole lifestyle, which I was so proud of him. But when I would get them little app alerts and I look over because I knew it wasn't me, I was scared. Yeah. Seventy dollars, eighty dollars, that's a lot of money. On food. On food. Yeah. And hell, I And I'm not eat. even with you. Look. Gotta, you eat by yourself. We gotta eat. We gotta do pull ups, you know. Yeah. We only got a five pull ups left, so it's like look, we don't have to eat some Cheerios. <laughs> Don't have to lay it out. Some fruit. Something. Something. Fruit Fruit loops. Fruit fruit expensive too. This is true. But maybe Aldi. Instead of going to Publix, we're going to go to Aldi. So we had to make a sacrifice. We had to sacrifice. (laughs) We had to have a conversation. And you'll be surprised. Those are some of the things that may come up when it comes to finances that you got to get a better understanding about. Mm -hmm. All this organic stuff. Yeah. You don't need it. I I, I don't believe in it. $7 on some organic sausage. (laughs) Nah. What? Question for the single ladies. I know that I'm I know the moderator. I'm the moderator. Go ahead. Um, so, like, what are you? What are you most afraid of for like 
your future mate when it comes to money? Like biggest fear. Mm. Being broke, look no. I mean, but you got your sure. plan in place. Uh, somewhat, I think that my big, they put, like my biggest fear is me. Like yo, yeah, yeah your standards, your sure. plan in place. Like this, what is your group. biggest fear What's when it comes to that? You talked about you know being with somebody who just was not up to par financially as far as not making the amount of money that you make. I mean, yeah, but. I can tell you, my, my biggest fear is having somebody that I signed up to do life with, and it was a lie. Mm. <laughs> that mm. say I did mm. vet him. Money, though? At, yeah, because we're talking about money right now. So say if that nigga I be vet him. Ponzi schemes or something. You know, <laughs> I'm yeah. with Bernie Madoff. Like when you oh, get married, you should already be. Well, say probably, I'm single right now. So we're okay. speaking from this position. So say it before I get to the point of marriage or engagement, I have to go through the process to get to know him. He's telling me, and, and maybe I haven't looked at his check stubs, but you know, we've been dating for say six, seven months strong, and he's been, you know, fulfilling his side of the bargain. Everything looks good. And then, for example, crazy. I heard this today on Dave Ramsey on YouTube. The day after the lady found, got engaged. She found out her fiance was in $250,000 worth of debt. Now, mm. mind you, she didn't do her homework because he verbally told her this the day after he proposed. Oh, by the way, sis. Yeah. No, no. They want to slide this. Uh, yeah. But she but, ain't signing no paper. She no, that's why I said. She's good. And Dave Ramsey kind of told her yeah, something similar. Like, she don't have to stay because yeah. she doesn't have any debt. So he was like, you know, don't, you know, set yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. But my fear is just, you know, I think my fear is just the same situation of one, I think is partially. Getting with someone who does not live up to what they promised that they lied, it, or in me, and I think this is, is really ownership for myself, me not doing my due diligence again with somebody to trust them and believe what they tell me and for things to just not go a certain way because I didn't do my due diligence. So my biggest fears are things, I, I the big first one, I think I, I can't control it, yeah. but I just... Doing what I'm supposed to do, you yeah. know, having that conversation, doing the things that you ladies talked about, making sure that I stay in tune and I don't settle. And just because, you know, sometimes a man acts like he's going to leave when you're trying to have a certain conversation or he's not doing the right things goes back to those character issues. Mm -hmm. When they start to display certain things, we get fearful. And we're like, oh, well, don't worry about it. We ain't got to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Yes, we do. Or well, no, if you got on Chris. white socks and you like, I can change all that. And it's like, no. <laughs> like Michael Jackson. Yeah, like Mark. It's talking about the white socks and you can change all that. No. You, got, those, you can't those change are things. white socks. Yeah. I, I would strongly suggest like have those, anything that you think may run a man away from a conversation, have it early and often. Yeah, because if, and talk if he about wants, cheating. If, if he, he uncomfortable about cheating, yeah, he might be, a, he might be a cheater, you know? but that's something you need to think about if right now you don't know what your biggest mm -hmm. fear is. You know, it's kind of like self-talking yeah. to figure out what do I have to do because you don't want to come face first with your biggest fear and it's like, it's right here. Like, how did I get here? Now I'm like Deborah Cox, mm -hmm. you know. It, and discuss <laughs> that, like, I mean, have that conversation. Like, look, the thing I'm most worried about is not being financially secure mm -hmm. and being left in a situation that if something happens, I'm testing the lights when I walk in. Like, right, because oh, I don't Ooh. know. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, gave I us think, another day, baby. Yeah, yeah no. I think that, you know, financial, have, like, not being financially secure is definitely a fear, but I don't know, like, what the biggest fear is. You know, that. Like, yeah. that's not the biggest fear because, like, as for me and my, like, my life, like, I'm going to be good, yeah. you know? Like, I'm going to always have me before anybody have mm -hmm. me. I'm going to have me. So, right. I don't think that that's the biggest, like, the biggest fear because 
I know that I know how to budget or, you yeah. know, I, I know that I was passed down tools to do this or, you know, I got that honest from, from my environment that I grew up in. Right. You right. know, so I don't think that that's the biggest fear. That's, that's deep. That's really something to think about. You know, like, yeah. I think that one of the probably up there as the biggest, it's not the biggest, it's just settling. You know, mm. but I wouldn't let myself go back there because mm-hmm. I have settled before. Right. And yeah. Shit turned into turmoil, but I don't think yeah. that's the biggest fear because... I've experienced that. I don't want to go back there. Yeah. You know, settling. Yeah. I'm not going to settle. Like, that's that's not, no. I can't. This makes me think about cars. So, if we was to go to a used car lot, Mm -hmm. we going to talk these people around. We going to look under the hood. We going to test drive it. We going to ask for that car fact. Yeah. You know, we going to do our research. We going to get online, you know. Um, but we don't do that when we meet people. We don't. And we'll walk away at that car if we can't get everything that we want. Standards. <laughs> but we meet people. And expectations. And we have a list you of 10 things. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> if you're if you're not in a position where you feel like you can really get what you want, sometimes you'll be like, let me get what I can afford. Mm. And so it's, it's, it's and you so don't important to do, to do the work people. on you right. to make sure you're in that position to where you're not just getting where you, what you can afford. And you're asking you for something you that you want and you desire yeah. and you mm-hmm. have earned. And that's why I feel like a lot of times, like, is, mm-hmm. if we speaking on cars, a lot of times, like, uh, You'll be like, I need this right now. Yeah. Like I, yeah. And like people, this you can't work, do that. Yeah. 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 Right now. Yeah. I need this right now. You know. I don't. I don't plan but on some, keeping this forever. This is my for right but now. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. Exactly. Most of the time, if you get exactly. something that you can afford, if yeah. it's right now, you yeah. still have goals and yeah. expectations of what better. you really want. And what you're gonna get eventually. Absolutely. Yeah. So and I think it's what, a human. But right now, we can't do right now. But I feel like right now. If I have worked hard to be in a position where I am in every aspect, I want a person to come to me as whole as I am. And I feel like when we talk about people who say women that feel like, oh, I want this kind of man or men who look like, you know, they built like a hot water heater, but they want somebody to look like J-Lo. You know, so I feel like if I'm an attractive woman, I can, I have, I've earned an attractive man. I feel like if my finances mm-hmm. are right, I've earned a man at least at my same level. I'm not saying you have to make a hundred thousand more than me. I feel like if I'm working on my, you know, mental and emotional growth, I want you working on your growth as well. So what I'm asking for is not even someone to say, I need for you to come in and, you know, be up there making LeBron James money. I need for you to come and make, you know, this nine to five. We go corporate America money and all those things that come with it. So I love that analogy and that comparison with cars because we do want certain things. We do want them right now. And I even feel like right now, Mm -hmm. it's not too many cars. I can't walk in a dealership. I can't go buy a Bentley. But it's a lot of cars I can go and say, I want this and I can get it right now because mm-hmm. I've got my credit and money where I need it to be. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's the same thing. And it comes down to that because I have worked hard to get here. Like you all have, it's like, I want somebody who's working just as hard and they on the other side, basically like this is an invisible wall mm-hmm. and they fighting to get to me. Like I'm fighting to get to them. So then when we get to that wall, we able to, you know, Magic. bump this and be like, oh, we good. Like I've been looking for you. Yeah. yeah. Where you been? Look, don't Right. That's far. So that brings us to our next segment will be the resolution and we'll be right back. We 
are now introducing a new segment to the podcast. This is called Living Single. We want you guys to send in any of your relationship questions, if you need advice, or if you just want to give feedback on the show on a topic that we've discussed. Feel free to DM them on Instagram to Shannon Montana, or you can inbox me on Facebook, Living Single, and we'll definitely be touching on these topics on each episode going forward. So this segment is the resolution. This is really a segment where we give you guys some takeaways. You know, we're going to talk about all this stuff when it comes to finances and these different areas that we need to be aware of, areas that we need to work on. But we want you guys to be able to walk away from this conversation, whether you are married, dating, in a relationship, or just super single. So you'll have something that you can work on and walk away with as a tool and resource for the future. So the first thing is when it comes to finances in a relationship, you have to be a team. You have to create a financial plan that works for you and your man alone. So like I said earlier, right now, I'm not a part of a team. I'm part of team one, team me, team Shayna. And so that is how I'm operating until I get to that place. I think that um, once I get to a new place, I may be singing a different song. But I do think that being a team is an essential part of what it takes to be financially sound, financially stable, and in order to really just not have chaos in that area of your life. Would you ladies agree with that? Amen. Okay. All right. (laughs) So I think, um, also you have to talk about money early and often. I'm not saying the first date, but, but no, cause Crystal talked about money the first day, you know, it came up in different forms of conversations. I feel like that's perfect when you're able to sit around and have three or four hour conversation with the guy and it turns into a marriage, you know, um, Or even if it turns into a relationship, whatever the case is, you have to start talking about money early and often. And if you are in a situation where talking about things of that nature are something that the person's maybe not used to or they don't like, you can continue to try to have try to have those conversations and hopefully that person will come around. But if you find that they aren't coming around, they don't want to talk about those things. That's a character trait and you may need to dismiss that person that may not be the person for you. So you really have to look at things of that nature. And I think also it's important for you to choose a mate that fits your lifestyle. Don't compromise. Don't settle. We've talked about that. I think the scenario that I gave a little bit earlier, if you have done the things in your life to be stable and to be in a position where you are demanding and wanting certain things, it is nothing wrong with that. Deserving. Mm -hmm. It is nothing wrong with that. Manifest what you desire. And it's nothing wrong with you manifesting a man that you desire. And just because a piece of a man comes along, a cute man comes along, Mm -hmm. A man with, you know, nice shoes or a nice car comes along and that's not all that you're looking for. You have to be able to say, okay, you have some of the stuff, but you don't have all the stuff. And it comes down to not saying, you know, I always say we cannot build a man. If you have a list of 10 things, you may not get 10. You may get nine, you may get eight. But when you get down to saying, well, he only got two or three sis, you might need to just let that brother go. So you Because <laughs> you can't change him. You can't change him, but you cannot conform him. It's a... It's a what it is that you're looking for. And I think also this goes right into you have to be honest with yourself and your partner and you have to communicate. I think you have to be honest about your situation and what it is that you're asking for and what you want as far as the finances. But you have to communicate with your partner. That goes back to what I said earlier, talking about money early and talking about it often. You have to be able to communicate those things. And you guys may not always 100% agree, but you have to find a happy medium. You have to compromise, but you also just have to make sure that you're on the same page. And if you are not honest with one another, if you are not communicating with one another, it is no way that those things can happen. So I think that those resolutions are things that you can take 
and you can apply to your life present day and you can move forward. So today I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our awesome guests. You all, yes. <laughs> you guys have schooled me. You have given me some tools and tricks to put inside of my Mary Poppins bag for the oh, next yeah. man that comes along and want you to know that your thoughts, your opinions, and all of you are very much so appreciated. So claps for the guests. Yay! <laughs> So be sure to like, favorite, or subscribe to the podcast and leave reviews wherever you can. We are now on Spotify. We are on Apple's podcast on iTunes, and we are on Google Podcasts for Android users and pretty much on any other podcast platform out there. So make sure that you do subscribe, you like, and you tune in. But we'll be right back with the Montana Minute in just one moment. This brings us to the Montana Minute. The first thing, money matters. It may not be the number one thing on your list, but I promise you, it matters. The next thing, if you have money issues yourself, meaning you need to get your credit together, your budget together, or even get your money together, make sure you do so before you enter the dating field so you can be prepared when Mr. or Mrs. Wright comes along. And the last thing, don't go so dumb for love. You know what you're looking for, so be patient and wait for it. It is my hope that this information can help you in making the decision to be single or not to be. Until next time, signing off. Bye.